Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, let's start getting over yourself. Um, this is a series that God has placed upon my heart. Um, he's, this is one of the most crucial series that you'll hear this, this year. Um, all right, so let me all, let me, um, uh, first do this. Let me, uh, first knock down all of our pride. So say this with me. I am not that important. <laughs> Look at somebody's next to you and say, get over yourself. All right. Point to say, Pastor B, get over yourself. See, we're all in this together. <laughs> all right, so this series, ladies and gentlemen, God's placed upon my heart because this is very serious. We have to understand that we, you and I, are conduits of his glory. And so the purpose of this series is to show you how, uh, is to help you understand that if you get out of the way of yourself and being in yourself, then you can allow God to use you to your fullest, to your, uh, to his, for his glory. You are nothing more than a conduit. You are nothing more than a vessel for the glory of God. And it's more important that you fulfill what his plan is for your life. So you can really be used to the fullest capacity of what he's placed on the inside of you. You know, a lot of times people, are, people only go so far with God while they allow him to do this and use them to a certain extent, then they get afraid of it, and then they back away. And while you back away, what you're doing is now you've gotten in yourself. And the real reality is, ladies and gentlemen, it's not about you and I. It's not about you. God did not put this, put you on the earth for you. Let me make that very clear. He did not put you on the earth for you. He put you on the earth to serve others. Are you hearing me? Not only for serving others, but he put you on the earth for his purpose. At the end of the day, all things were created. Colossians 1 verse 16 will tell you that all things were created for the purposes of God. You were created with the purpose of God. And so the real reality is, is how in the world can you get in the way of something that you don't even know what you've been here to do? It's only through God that you get that done. So John chapter 3 I had an original message prepared for this Sunday, and God changed it last minute this morning. So I'm going to, um, if it's not that good, bear with me. <laughs> Verse 22, it says, After these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he remained with them and baptized them. Now John also was baptizing um, Anan near Salem, because there was much water there, and they came and were baptized. They came and they were baptized. Verse 24 says, for John had not yet been thrown into prison. All right. Then there arose a dispute between some of John's disciples and the Jews about uh, purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who has... I mean, he who was with you beyond the Jordan to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing and all are coming to him. 
John answered and said, a man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. Um, you yourselves bear witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have sent, but I have been sent before him. And he who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. Say this and repeat this verse after me, verse 30. He must increase, but I must decrease. I want to talk to you from the subject tonight. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. Say to yourself, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than me. I first had a message today coming from Jonah. I'll do that next week. Your opinion doesn't matter. You have to be here for that one. Next week, I was looking forward to it. But God changed it up. It's bigger than you and me. It's bigger than, it's bigger than me, all right? So here in the text, ladies and gentlemen, we have John, John the Baptist. John the Baptist was a man that was weird. <laughs> John the Baptist ate locusts. He was in the wilderness, baptizing and preaching. John, people came from many miles to see John the Baptist in the wilderness preaching, repent. Ye therefore, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. They came to hear John the Baptist. Matter of fact, John the Baptist, his mother, ladies and gentlemen, his mother, uh, you had Mary and then you had uh, Mary, which is the mother of Jesus, and then you also, I don't want to say uh, John the Baptist's mother, Elizabeth. Good Lord, I wouldn't say the wrong name. Elizabeth. So Elizabeth, it's John the Baptist's mother. That is Jesus' cousin. John the Baptist is Jesus' cousin, right? And so John was, well, John was out there before Jesus preaching in the wilderness, all right? Announcing the Messiah. Announcing that he had come into the world. So John the Baptist's job, ladies and gentlemen, was to be uh, the, the messenger or to, 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 uh, to be the one that come before preparing the way for Jesus. He was the one preparing the way, letting him know and making the announcement that the Messiah is here. And so at this point of John's ministry, after John had now baptized Jesus, you now find that in Jesus and Jesus ministry and different things like that. And with his disciples, John the Baptist here in our text, ladies and gentlemen, is at the end of his ministry. He is nearing the end of his ministry before he's in prison and he's before he's imprisoned and beheaded. Before he's in prison and beheaded. And so beforehand, what happens is now is that Jesus has now came on the surface. He's now came on the surface, ladies and gentlemen, and he's there. And, 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 and we have it here in our text that John the Baptist, uh, his disciples, and the, some of the Jews that were around were uh, in a, a disagreement or an argument with one another concerning purification. Uh, in other words, they didn't possibly, they didn't agree with how John was baptizing uh, the people and saying through that through purification. And they didn't necessarily agree with that. All right. And so what happens is they get word about Jesus. 
hey, man, the one that you, you know, beyond the Jordan. So Jesus wasn't that far. So they heard that John's disciples began to hear that Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, and his disciples were baptizing people. And Jesus was attracting this big old crowd. So Jesus was attracting this big old crowd, and, you know, it seems like John the Baptist's uh, disciples or, I guess, congregation is now dwindling because now everyone is following Jesus now. It's like, cool, John, you was great. Jesus is here. Yeah. We're going to see that guy. And so you had John's, John's disciples like, hey, man, you hear about this? Like, come on, man, what do you think about this? This ain't right. You were out here preaching and all of this stuff like that and baptizing people. Now they're going from your pool to his pool. From his river to from your river to his river. What's up with that? What is up with you? What is up with what is up with that? And, and, and they, they had a problem with it. John the Baptist disciples, he they had a problem with that. And John began to put some things in the context for them. There's a couple of lessons that you and I can learn from John the Baptist about getting over ourselves. Because when you understand something about what I'm about to teach you tonight, this will help to, uh, 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 this will help give you freedom. All right? Freedom. Everyone, I'm Elder Boomy, and I wanted to ask you guys to connect your faith with ours by being a part of our Only Believe Capital campaign. Your contribution will help us connect more lives to the transforming power of Jesus Christ. And it's really simple to give. All you have to do is text TCF1 to 77977. You'll receive a link, click on it, and under the tab that says Fun, choose the Only Believe Capital campaign. We thank you for partnering with us and for believing God with us in the unbelievable and unpredictable possibilities. And remember, transformation starts here. We want you to connect your faith with us as we embark on an ambitious capital campaign entitled, Only Believe. Support us by playing a part in the next stage of our church's history. All right, the first thing that I want to show you about a lesson that you can learn from John the Baptist is this. The part that I play is bigger than me. Understanding the part I play is bigger than me. The first step of getting over yourself is to understand that the part you play is bigger than you. Understand, John the Baptist had to make it very clear about what his role was. What his part in God's purpose was. You and I both have a part in the purpose of God. No matter how big you see it, how whatever scale you see it on, you and I have a part in this whole purpose that God has. You and I have a purpose and right we see what we begin to see in the verses, uh, what John the Baptist says, and they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, who was with you beyond the Jordan to whom have testified, behold, is baptizing and are all coming to him. John answered and said, a man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. He understands that the people that were once here are not mine. And they, they, were, they were not his. So what, what happens is, is that he understands that John was not possessive over the thing that God gave him. 
That's why you get a lot of leaders who are possessive over things that God gave them. Yes, God gave them to you at, for a moment. You get what I'm saying? And when that moment is up, you got to let them go. So no man can receive nothing unless they get it from heaven. That means every, even to the blessings that you get, unless God gives it to you, Unless God gives you the authority over it, that's why you're not, that's why certain things haven't been unlocked yet. Unless God gives it to you, it really doesn't matter. Here it is. And then he says, you yourselves bear witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. Let me stop right here. See, see, this is the part that I play. I've already let you know that I was not the Messiah. I, I, I was not the Messiah. Because Christ means the anointed one. Jesus did not have a last name. Jesus Christ, Christ is not his last name. All right? Christ is a title given to Jesus to be the anointed one. He says, I was not the anointed one. I was not the Messiah. I am not him. Neither did I, neither did I say that I was. I have been sent before him, but I'm not him. John the Baptist makes it clear later on there's a man that's coming whose sandals that I cannot wear because he's greater than what I am. He says he who sits, uh, uh, but I have been sent before him. And so what John's job, his role was to be sent before Christ to make, it, to make the way ready for him to come. <laughs> he was to occupy a certain time until Jesus, until God released Jesus to do public ministry. And so that was the part he played. All right. He was to announce the coming of Christ. Excuse me, announce that the Christ is here. And he was to then step aside and let him take front seat. That was the part he played. But here's the thing, when you're not comfortable in the part you play, you will begin to say, when they start when they start bringing up that whole envy to say these things to get you envious or jealous, then you get outside of your role. And see, this is how I know when you are not comfortable in the part you play and think that you need to have a bigger part in the whole story, then that means you're not going to be comfortable with letting another person come forward because you are still stuck on yourself. See, when you stuck on yourself, you will begin to compare other people's lives to, to your life and saying, why is God not using me like that? Or I want what that person has. You, you, you begin to compare and you allow comparison to drive you. And when you allow comparison to drive you, understand that they got a role in God's purpose just like you got a role. How God uses you is different from how God is going to use me. But if you're not comfortable in the part you play, if you're not comfortable in the role you play, then you're going to miss it. You're not, you're going to be stuck in yourself because you're constantly comparing yourself. Oh, why is they getting used like that? I can't sing like them. I can't preach like them, yada, yada, yada. Yes, while me and you may have the same talent to sing, how God to use my singing is going to be different from yours. But I'm comfortable that you still, if we are still on the same purpose of making sure God's glory is being advanced, then I'm with you. I'm not here to, I'm not here to fight you. Are you get what I'm saying tonight? 
So again, when you understand that even in church, you have to understand that everybody plays a major role. Everybody plays a major part. The pastor is not the major part of the whole thing. While he may be the leader, he is not the major part. The part that I play in the whole scheme of things is bigger than me. Because the bigger ish, the bigger purpose is God's purpose being a, being being accomplished, and that's what John understood. Say so the part I play is bigger than me. All right. Let me give you number two. Being confident in who you are and what God called you to do. That's another lesson you can learn from John to help you get over yourself, to realize it's bigger than you. To realize it's bigger than me, you have to realize, you have to be confident in who and what you have been called to do. Here he's the, I was only called to prepare the way. That's my job. (laughs) Jesus' job was to die. I don't want his job. (laughs) See, a lot of times, you want somebody else's position that you ain't willing to do the sacrifice for. Some people have deeper sacrifice and are called to a deeper sacrifice than what you are, but you want what they have. Listen, his job was to be crucified, die, take on all of that beating. That's not what I was called to do. I was called to repent ye therefore for the kingdom of God is at hand and baptize those before Jesus got here. That's what I'm called to do. See, but when you're not confident in who and what you are, then you allow people to get in your ear and see. You see that what Jesus is doing? You could easily go up to him and say, hey, man, why are you trying to take my people? Why are you trying to take the people that I got? Find your own people. But John the Baptist was not like that. John the Baptist heard what they said. And, and, and he did not give it any type of credence. He just pointed them to the word. See, when people, when you're not, when you, when you're not secure in yourself, you will be in yourself because you're not secure. See, most of the times insecure people are constantly in themselves because they're not secure who, in who they are. So when people say this, man, you see that? You know, she did this and she, you know, she took your man and da-da-da-da-da and yada-yada-yada and all of this stuff like that. When you're secure in who you are, that stuff don't phase you. You point them to truth. That's what I learned from John the Baptist here. He did not, listen, he did not entertain them with it. He just pointed, he just constantly reminded them what I came here to do. I am not the Christ. Matter of fact. Because I'm secured, I can help to celebrate others. See, when you're in yourself, you can't celebrate other people. Because they're getting married, you can't really celebrate them because you're looking at, I'm still single. But the real reality is, is that here's the thing. When you're really secure in yourself and secure in what God has called you to do, and you're secure in who God is making you to be, and secure in the fact that at some point God is going to do something in my life, I can celebrate for them, I can clap with them, I can rejoice with them. Matter of fact, because the fact of the matter is this, I know who I am. See, when you don't know who you are, 
You begin to let anybody, and you begin to be driven by anybody's opinion. You begin to be driven by any person's uh, 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 observation of you, saying that you should be this, saying you should be that. No, I am secure in who I am. I am not coming out of my purpose because of what is going on over there. See, you got to learn how to be content in your calling. You got to be learn how to be content in your lane. Because if you're trying to get out of your lane, then God can't use you to your best ability. Because you you constantly trying to come out of your lane. I see this all the time. People try to do try to flip it up, change it up. No, why don't you stay true to who you are? Because here's the thing, if John would have gotten out of his lane, yeah. it would have been God, it would have made things hard on him. Because now you're trying to compete with the Messiah. That's not something that you want to do. And, and here's the thing, he understood that I'm not here to compete with Jesus. And see, here's the thing, you and I, we think that this is competition between you and God. Jesus said, I'm not going to, I mean, excuse me, John the Baptist said, I'm not going to compete with God. I'm not going to compete with him. How can you compete with God when you feel like your way is better? When you feel like God is keeping something away from you that you think that you should have. When you think that you should be exalted at a certain point higher than what somebody else should be. So you compete, say, hi, I got the upper hand this time, God. And you'll lose because you'll never have the upper hand. You will never have the upper hand. You competing with God because saying, oh, I don't want that job. I'm going to do this one. Okay, you only make it hard on yourself because you're not content in your purpose. You're not content in his calling over your life. And really, if you, in my God, if you walked in some of the shoes of those that you looked at, then some of you would think twice about wanting to feel in and walk in those shoes. But when you constantly in yourself, when you constantly about me, myself, and I, that's all I got in my own, me, myself, and I, when you constantly on that, on, on that, on that type of mindset, you are going to be stuck, and you can't go any further. All right? You cannot compete with God. And John understood that. Let me show you. Let me make it. Let me see. see and how, let me back this point up. Let's go back to Scripture. Let's take it back to what John the Baptist said, right? He said, watch this. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. Here, ladies and gentlemen, John the Baptist uses an analogy, an analogy of a wedding and the best man to the, bride, to the bridegroom. Or excuse me, the best man to the groom. Right here, he's, he says, he who has the bride, in other words, is that he had Jesus is the one that is responsible for the church. Jesus is the responsible one for the church and the one who stands beside him and hears him, me being the friend. I rejoice greatly because I am seeing a promise fulfilled. 
and it gives me great joy. That's when you know you're not in yourself because things that other people do and you can see your, if you're a genuine friend, you really want to genuinely see your people do good. You genuinely want to see them do good. You genuinely want to see them uh, 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 do the greatest things that they can possibly come. You know what? I'm on the side of you, man. I'm going to cheer you on. Hearing the things that you're doing, seeing the things that you're doing is inspiration to me, and I get joy from it. How many people you can say in your life right now actually gets joy from the things that you're doing and actually mean it? Hmm? You can literally count on your hand how many people. <laughs> I know. Let's see, my man, from the, from the meme. <laughs> I can literally, I can literally count, man. See, because you're not, because you're stuck on yourself, you got to get over yourself. Because it's bigger than you. And John understood, listen, this man is coming for the bride. I'm his bride, too, because he died for me, too. So I'm on the side, and seeing this is bringing me joy fulfilled. This is what really showed his disciples, like, look, this is great humility here. This is nothing more than humility. But if you're not content in what God has made you to be and for you and, 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 and what he's put in your life to do, then you are going to be jealous, you're going to be envious of others, and you're going to always say, okay, I see your little thing that you got going on. That's cute. You know when somebody got some shade, they're going to use the word little. I see that little girlfriend you got. I see that little boyfriend you got. I see that little job you got. Actually, it's not a little job. I actually get $80,000 a year. <laughs> Full benefits. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I see that little business you got. Actually, it's not a little business. I actually have this this amount of sales, but this is just in time. See, I mean, listen, just because it don't seem like things are going well for you don't mean that you need to be putting other people down. I'm sorry. Get over yourself. Because here's the thing what people annoy me with. People annoy me with is that when it comes time for you to get there and when nobody takes you out to dinner to enjoy your little stuff, then you get mad. But you didn't give that out. But you want everybody to bless you and, oh, kumbaya, oh, you're so awesome. But you cannot do that for others. You cannot expect that because you haven't sold that. If you haven't sold that, you can't reap it because you got envy and jealousy in your heart. That's why some people don't sow now. We have an Only Believe campaign. That's why some people don't sow now. Why? I don't want to see that church get off the ground. I don't want to see TCF make it. I hate that Pastor Brandon. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> I don't like all of their little nice pictures at the brick wall. <laughs> I don't like any of that stuff. Yeah, you want to think I'm lying. I'm trying to tell you, it's the truth. It's the truth. I don't like the little smile and they doing their brick wall. I don't like them. 
I don't like their little worship team. They jump. They think they're all better than everybody else. Hey, there's a saying that I say, you said it, not me. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> but when you're confident, even when, when you're confident and you know who you are and what you've been called to do, even the voices of those who are jealous and envy of you, it really doesn't make you any never mind. Because it don't take me away from the purpose of God. Because even there's a bigger purpose than me coming back at those who are jealous or envy like that because you want to hope that they see the grace of God on their lives too. In other words, Jesus said, bless those who curse you. You still have to bless them in the name of the Lord. And all right, let me move on here. I'm coming to a close now. Let's see. Here's a, here's a key thing. I'm coming to a close. We must humble ourselves to allow Jesus to take center stage in our lives. Here's the thing. It's bigger than you because Jesus has to be the center of attention. See, when you don't allow Jesus to be the center of attention in your life, that means that you can't be trusted. You can't be trusted with the glory of God if you love attention. You have to understand that John the Baptist had big crowds. Big crowds. Now his crowds are diminishing because they're going to Jesus. But here's what John the Baptist said in verse 30. Here's what he said. He said, he must increase, but I must decrease. So you want people, attack. what attracts people to you is not you. <laughs> See, this deals with your pride. This deals with your pride because what attracts people to you is not you. What attracts people to you is what's in you, the Holy Spirit. That's what attracts people to you. But if you so, if you want to be the center of attention, I'm telling you, God's going to humble you. Because you can't be trusted with the glory. Because when, when, you, when you're getting all these accolades and rewards, and when you finally get to the place where you believe God is having you to be, you know what's going to happen? You're not going to bring it. You're not going uh, uh, to bring it to the person that really deserves it. You're going to bring it to you. You're going to take it all into yourself. Oh, I got myself here. Kevon Carter, this guy, Kevon Carter, did, um, uh, he did a, um, a skit, a comedy uh, skit yesterday, right, on Instagram Live. It was funny. I mean, Instagram, uh, what's that longer thing? Not the story, but IGTV, right? It was called When uh, Christian Artists Become Mainstream. And so he did it from 2015. 20, in 2015, right, he, it was an interview. He said, oh, I just love him, Jesus. You know, Jesus got me here. All things are well. But then when the Christian artist then becomes mainstream, he said, fast forward to 2019. Oh, so you're still a Christian artist? Oh, I don't want to be called by that term. Wow. I don't want to be held on in the box. Wow. I'm just an artist. <laughs> so you still get well with Jesus? I, I'm about all things. You know, he's a part of, you know, and you know, while it's so, it was funny, it's so accurate and true because here's the thing. You use Jesus to get you out of the place. And then when you finally, God puts you on the scene, then you forget all about that. He ever, that he was the one that was responsible for getting you there. And so if you don't allow Jesus to take the center stage in your life and to keep him in center stage while you have popularity, then you're going to lose 
Because pride comes before the fall. And you're coming down. Bottom line, you're coming down. Here's what the scripture says, and I'm ending. It says, Proverbs 22, verse 4 says, By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. You see this? By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. Who likes those three? Riches, honor, and life. Do you not see that you have to do two things? Humble yourself and have the fear of the Lord. Because you know what? The result of that are riches, honor, and life. Eternal life, honor, and riches. I don't see a deeper money thing, uh, deeper meaning for riches other than this: the core, the money. No matter what, I don't know how much you get blessed with, but you'll be blessed with something. And honor, and more so life. Here's the real reality, ladies and gentlemen. When you understand that it's bigger than you, then you allow God to take center stage in your life and keep him as the focal point. You do not allow success to then drift you away and, and drift you away from who's the vocal point because if you do, you're coming down. God will humble you. And that's the real reality. The reality is a lot of people when they get when they when they finally reach I guess that pinnacle place in whatever career and whatever ministry whatever that is when you stop allowing Jesus to take center stage and you say okay Jesus you got me here step aside it's my time to shine you do that God's going to say okay for a while it's going to look like you succeed and things going good you know what's going on going to be like the Sandman. They're going to get that little lamb thing. It's the truth. It's the truth. And then you're going to be like, God, what happened? i tell you what happened. You were in yourself. God can't use nobody like that. Ask me why did Lucifer get kicked out of heaven? Because of the very fact of the matter that pride, Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, pride. He did, he did not want God to be the focal point. He wanted to be worshipped. See, and if you are longing for accolades and all of that stuff, and all of it's good, but if you need that to be worshipped and people to idolize you and all of that stuff like that, God can't use nobody like you. He can't use nobody like you. Because it's all about you. That's why you need to get over yourself. And understand that it's bigger than you. Why is it bigger than you? Because God's purposes are bigger than the part you play. You serve God's purpose. But you have to understand that many other people have, are serving God's purpose too. And you have to encourage them on as well. And when you humble yourself, then God can use you to the fullest ability. All right, stand to your feet. Clap your hands. Amen. If you're not saved in this room, I offer you Jesus Christ tonight. I give you Jesus. I give you the one who's the center, who needs to be the center of your life. Without Jesus, it's impossible to do this thing called life. Not only he said, not only that, but for you to inherit eternal life, you can only come through the Son. There is not many ways to get to heaven. 
There's only one way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, no man comes to the Father except through me. You got to come through Jesus. And so I offer you Jesus tonight. He can, he can, I'm telling you, whatever you're going through in your life, he can begin to transform you and, 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 and oh my God, do some amazing things in your life. Now, is everything going to be perfect? No, but you don't have to carry that burden by yourself. If you want to rededicate your life to Christ, you can rededicate your life to Christ tonight. You say you want to partner with TCF, you can partner, become a partner with us. Serve here at TCF. It's an amazing church. All right. Add somebody soon. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.